0: Welcome to Build. This is Maggie. Today, I wanted to share a lesson about data and how to actually know whether what you're working on is actually working. And this lesson came up as part of a talk that I'm giving at the Women in Product Conference this year. So you'll have to check that out in May to hear the rest of the lessons I shared. But a year or two ago, I was working on a product that had just launched to all of our customers and as the person leading the team. So I wasn't the direct PM, but I was her manager. Unsurprisingly, I wanted to know how this whole thing was going and it was a sort of team wide launch and I wanted to be a good product lead. So I wanted to have a bunch of data that I could look at that would prove whether things were going well or where things were going wrong for our customers and just really give everyone an unbiased view of what was happening. So, of course, I built a dashboard that showed for every customer exactly what the results were that they were getting from our new product, broken out by every single action they took or outcome that they were able to generate from start to finish, so I could see exactly where we were outperforming, what they had been doing before, and how things were going by customer and in aggregate. And I ran this thing every week, and at the beginning, it was very manual to run, but I felt like it was giving me a really clear picture of how well the product worked. And the best part at the time was that the results were so good. I was so happy and so relieved and pretty pleased with myself for the analysis and the results that I was able to get. I felt like I was doing it exactly like you were supposed to do as a product lead. But then I started to hear sort of rumblings from our customer team. And on the phone, when I would talk to customers, they weren't as ecstatic as I thought they would be given the results that we were getting. And I could see, I mean, I had them sort of right there in front of my face. And it was weird how I was hearing things that didn't match that information. And it turns out that even though the product was working, so those results were real, It wasn't that there was an error in the data. The experience of that product was a little bit frustrating, and it wasn't as clear to customers as they expected, and it wasn't as high quality as it could have been, and as maybe we had been promising or they understood it would be in their onboarding and sales process. And the data that I had painstakingly put together wasn't telling me that full story. Customers weren't happy, even though we were generating way more results for them with this product. Of course, I kept measuring those results. It wasn't that I just threw them away. But what we did was we also added in a deeper path of qualitative investigation. So we spent a bunch of time talking to customers specifically about their experience with the current product rather than spending our time talking with them about the next set of problems we could solve, which is what we would have typically been doing at the time. And the other key thing that we did is we also spent time reading hundreds and hundreds of conversations that this product created. So that's unique to what Drift does, but think about that like going through and replaying hundreds of runs of your product and recreating the experience that your users went through in order to understand and really feel what your users felt in that moment. And so the lesson I learned was that coming up with a way to measure and score how things were going was good in theory, but in practice, I should never have forgotten to check that against our actual customers because data of course can hide all kinds of problems. And sometimes your customers aren't gonna be happy even if whatever it is that you're making for them is outperforming what they had before. So that was the first part of the lesson. The second part of the lesson was to never stop using the product. Even if you're perfect at that first part, so you're really great at pairing data with consistent qualitative feedback on the product as it is today, the third piece that you have to keep in your workflow as a PM is experiencing the product as it is today, not just as it will be tomorrow, maybe in your sandbox environment or in QA or when you're looking at new designs. So if you find that you might be in one of these types of situations, there's a couple of questions I would ask to see maybe if it's worth stepping back and figuring out a different way to do your analysis. So you can ask yourself questions like, do you know how your product is performing across your user base? How happy are your customers with it really? Do you know? How do you know? And when was the last time you checked it yourself? So I wouldn't suggest just relying on secondhand information, like talking to your customer team. One of the mistakes we made was we talked to our customer team and we heard things like, oh yeah, this customer is really happy. But then we would talk to that customer and they weren't as happy with the specific product that we cared about as we thought. And the third question that I would ask is, when was the last time you used the current version of your product? And if you are a manager, this is especially critical. I think that this is really the thing that you're gonna to start to lose touch with if you're not careful. Because as a manager, you're gonna be only looking at designs and new ideas that your PMs are working on, and you're gonna to start to lose touch with the reality of your product as it is today. And some simple tools that you can use to fix this situation if you're in it, outside of asking yourself those questions and getting real answers would be you know a combination of data analysis, so SQL is what I was using. Second part would be really getting good at understanding how to interview users without bias. And the third piece is, of course, dogfooding your own product. So again, the lesson here was you should never be relying on just one type of data. And if you're going to rely on one type of data, it probably shouldn't just be numeric data. Always find the time to use your own product and talk to your customers. That's going to give you the best possible picture of how your product is performing. So if you like that lesson, of course, I have a couple more at that Women in Product Conference coming up in May, but I hope this was useful. I hope this was a good reminder to either maybe start doing more data analysis, maybe to start talking to customers, or to remember to use your product as it is today. Thanks, team.